Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I wasn't ready to start. Oh, shit. <laughs> but you, you have a name? Even, you literally didn't even say, here we go. My uh, name's Kevin Christie. I said, okay. That, well, okay, all right. <laughs> Imagine a horse race doing like that. Yeah. Like, the one guy just goes, okay, and no horse leaves the stalls. Yeah. They just kind of slowly wander goes, Are in we different directions. Do, yeah, one just starts eating. That's yeah. what happened just now. Um... I just saw the mic in your hand, and I assumed. Yeah, well, you're like an audience. <laughs> Waiting. Like, he seems ready. Nope. What do you mean I'm like an audience? Yeah, they're routinely disappointed because I don't start out strong. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, you open slow. It's a slow build. Well, you could call it a build. It's a slow <laughs> start. <laughs> it's a slow start to a plateau. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is fine on the new material night. <laughs> yeah. That's expe- that's actually where it's expected on yeah. Neil's show. Yeah, that's expected. Where they're like, hey, we don't care. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. All right. Um, so today's guest. Doesn't start slow. Starts hot, stays hot. Yeah, because it starts with a... Uh, an injustice. With an injustice yeah. and a problem. Our guest today is, is Matt Bronger. Uh, he's a fucking funny dude. If you're, you may be already aware of him if you enjoy comedy. He was he, on Mad TV for a little bit. He's on Mad TV. He's a well-known comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, always on the road, traveling around, being hilarious. And he's also, as usual, a good dude. We go to the same gym. Yep. Uh, I see him there a lot. I wonder if he gets leered at by that same guy that leers at you. Probably. You think so? Probably. You I guys get- are a different type. We are a different type, yeah. but that one guy is all one kind of perv, so I think he's just leering at everybody. So his type, the guy, the perv's type is just fucking. His type, yeah, his type he's is like, sex. There's a, there's a dude. I yeah. don't care what he looks like. Yeah, his type is just holes. Yeah, sweaty guy at gym. Yeah, <laughs> that's his gym. type. Yeah, sweaty guy at gym. Um, so yeah, um, Matt got into a, a little, not really an altercation, but a little thing with a cyclist, which I was like, wait, I want to hear every fucking detail. Yeah. We talk annoyances. We talk cycling laws. Yeah. Uh, then w- what else? we get into Last Comic Standing a little bit, and we get into the real world, the show not just being alive. Yeah, not being alive. And uh, what else did we talk about? Um, like the paparazzi. Oh yeah, we talked about the nature of celebrity. Yeah, uh, entourages, things like that. Yeah, yeah. That, I like that part of the the episode. Like people that have posse's and mm-hmm. entourages. Like what it takes to be in one. Why would you want to? And then yeah. the person that wants one. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy world. So yeah, yeah. we get into that. That was fun. And then Matt just got passed at the comedy store. Yep. Yeah, long time coming. Mm-hmm. There's some people where you're like. How the fuck are they not already regulars at the comedy store? Yeah. He was one of them. And now he is. So there you go. Yeah. Um, We talk about that a little bit. And then, you know, a bunch of other stuff. We can't remember everything, you guys. (laughs) We recorded this 72 whole hours ago. It was a moment. You don't remember moments. You live them. You process them, and they make you a better person. You move on. Where are you this week? (laughs) Um... I am uh, Thursday night Comedy Palace in Los Feliz. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a fun show. Yep. It's kind of like uh, Meltdown of the East Side. Yep. Some people have called it. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, that's a good show. No idea who else is on it. Ed Salazar will be there. He's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Ed Salazar, Salazar, huge arms. He, what do you mean? Huge, big, muscular arms. Oh, yeah. He's like, he, he's, it's so weird with Ed. He's like always in shape. And like looks way younger than he is. He's yeah. like thirty eight or some shit. And it's you're jacked. like, do you never age? He's got that great skin. It's really weird. Yeah. 
Every time I hear his age, it's always surprising. When I met him, he was kind of fat, but that was like 10 years ago. He had ju- oh, yeah. I met him like the day he started comedy, so long ago. Oh, wow, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. We should have that idiot on. Okay, no. fine. Um, not know that we shouldn't, but no, there's not an idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be there Thursday, and then I'm at the comedy store yeah. uh, this weekend. What about you? What do you got? I'll probably be at the comedy store. Um, and then Neil's show, right? And Neil's show on Sunday. And the gym, y'all. And the gym daily. I went to the gym today. You know why? What? For energy. To get some energy, to be energized. Yeah, I just I went to the gym, just got done. I feel like I'm gonna die. I feel more awake than when I. I woke had to up. stop pedaling the bike because I thought I was gonna barf. I did the stair mill and the bike. I haven't done the doing... stair mill because I I watched someone else do it. I was like, oh, you'd legit fall. No, I would. You have the fucking rails. Just hold on to those. I got my hands get all sweaty and a slip, dude. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone fall on a stair mill. Well, come by. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me do it for the first time. <laughs> um, guys, uh, if you haven't already, give us, throw us a review on iTunes. You know? I was going to say that. Rate us. Review us. Let us know how you feel Email about Email Nick us. notes that he will give relay to me long after they're relevant sometimes. What do you mean? You didn't tell me that some guy uh, stopped listening to us for, like, for months. <laughs> Granted, it was only one person. But whatever. Oh, because you interrupt and stuff? Yeah. I didn't know that It was in months. It was maybe a month. Still. Um, but yeah, do that. Uh, find us on All Things Comedy, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yes. Tell your mom about us. Uh, and then have her tell her friends. And her mom's mom. Yeah. But then that's too old. It's out of our demographic. I'm talking... I'm looking for mil- like young moms. Oh, right. Oh, but I thought you said mom's mom would mean like grandma, right? Yeah. Yeah, but... You know. I mean, if it's a young mom, then the grandma would be like a... Introduce your mom's mom to a podcast. Yeah. Especially if they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> or just... Kevin's or into just, MILFs. Or they're just, or they're just a nice lady. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, sewing and knitting would be preferable. Just nice lady who can, can always use that. Who can do you know anyone that can knit or sew? I do. I know knitters. My mom can sew. I know, I know knitters. Outside of like moms, though. Yeah, it's like a, that's a pretty popular hobby. I don't know. This actress that... I just worked with, Erin Cummings, was knitting on set. She's really making socks. Is she like fifty? No, she's like uh, I would put her at like thirty-two. Wow, that's young for knitting. Yeah, I can't do any of that shit. Sewing, like if I if a button falls off, I'm like, well, the oh, shirt's yeah. over. The time, shirt is over. Time to literally throw the shirt. Yeah, in the garbage. I'm gonna set it on fire. And throw the buttons away. <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah. I need no evidence that reminds me of how I can't do a basic fucking thing. Sewing a button's kind of pain in the ass, though. It's the knot that's hard. I've tried to do it. What at the end? Yeah, the knot is difficult. Yeah, I feel like I'm like I could just like poke a bunch of string through it. Yeah, a million and times like, and it'd be secure. But that and when it's time to tie the knot, that's where you fuck. Yeah, then I'm like I, I don't even start doing it. Yep. No. I feel like that's a thing too. That like I feel like. It, it's not a manly thing to know how to do, but I feel like it probably used to be. No, it definitely is. It, I mean, a lot like a lot of like you know, you'd carry a tiny sewing kit, sew your workwear together, repair your work. Because back before people used to dress casually like this, yeah. every day they used to wear nicer shit. Well, and they also wore routinely. They had a work coat that they wore all the yeah. time, and you only really had one, so you repaired it. You repaired it, and before jeans, people wore slacks and pants that always had buttons. And yep. Or you, and you also you like sewed. I would, I would be surprised if a lot of men didn't know how to sew a simple patch. You, know, you patch a, oh, pair, yeah, you patch a no jacket. Way. So I mean, learn to sew it. That'd be cool. 
Right now, someone's going like, I'm just going to take it to my tailor. What would yeah. I ever need to learn? Live that? very close to a dry cleaner. So. Yeah. That's like changing a tire. Yeah, but I can change a tire. Yeah, me too. But like, I know how to jack up a car. The last time I tried it, um, and I've changed a million tires. Right. Uh, the last time I did it was on Sunset and Silver Lake. And for some reason, I wasn't thinking. Like, I was in a hurry or whatever, and I was like, I just... I mean, you never get a flat tire, and you're like, sweet, let me just take the time and hang out with my car. You're just like, fuck, I want to get this over with. So I put the jack in there, and I'm like jacking the car up, and the car just fucking tilts forward and just drops down onto the jack. I had it facing the wrong way, and I was on a hill. Oh, Oh, wow. But I I mean, none of that entered my mind. I just wanted to get it over with, and I'm watching it. I mean, there was a possibility, too, that like, had I not moved or the car fell faster, it would have crushed my arm. But I like jacked it up and stopped for a second, and then the car started tilting like forward onto it and then just fell down. Mm. And I'm just looking at my car. I'm like, okay, now's where I call AAA. <laughs> I'm going to get you a book on gravity. Dude, it was the stupidest. I had to jack up my car a few days ago because there was a kitten inside my engine block. We can get to that in the intro for next week. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This has gone on long enough, this intro. Um, <laughs> almost 10 minutes, this one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, yeah, we apologize. Uh, enjoy this episode with a very funny Matt Bronger, you guys. Okay, so tell me the story. You're a victim. I was a victim. You're victimized. Let's hear. Let's hear every side of the story. No, 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 no. I, let's get that no. guy in his you're, in here. You're victimized. <laughs> I was. Hate crime. I, I, I am. I am. I'll be honest. I'm quick to anger. Okay. I try, <laughs> I, try to, I try to control that, and I didn't. You know, I, I did. I felt it, and I let it go. Okay. I, I threw it away into the universe. But I did. For everyone uh, wondering, with bated breath, what the hell we're talking about? I was walking over to Kevin's house. And I had my headphones in. I was listening to uh, another podcast. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. And um, I just felt something hit me in the heel, like kind of nudge. Not nothing startling, but just almost like the feeling of if someone just started, they they put their hand on your back and were kind of pushing you lightly. Yeah. Or kind of annoying annoying shoe thing where they try and like yeah giving you a flat tire. Flat tire. Yeah. 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 A little bit of that. And I hear classic. I hear a man say like. Excuse us, excuse us, you know, so I have my headphones in, mm-hmm. and I take them out, and I turn, and it's a, the guy, it was a kid on a bike who was maybe eight or nine, okay. and his dad behind him. They're both on bikes, and I just stood back and just did the arm out, go ahead, you know, right. this is your sidewalk, and then as they, <laughs> and they went by, I was like, wait, fucking, you, you don't get to bike, you don't get to ride your bike on a sidewalk, it's a sidewalk, like, yeah. and then I was doubting myself and was like, wait, is that? And I looked out in the street, and we're on St. George. Yeah. And there's a, there's a bike lane, yeah. painted bike lane on the street. Yeah. And it's one of the where I had conflicting emotions where yeah, I don't have a kid. I don't know how hard that is. I know it's tough as shit. You probably want your kid off the street. But at the same time, there's a bike lane right there. Yeah. And it, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when someone's like, excuse me, excuse. And you turn, and they're on a bike, and you're walking. You're like, no, this is where I, I yeah. go. You don't go here. Excuse what, you. What is the actual law? So the law is you are not legally supposed to ride a bike on a sidewalk. So you're... Thank you. Yeah. You have to ride in the street over to the side usually or wherever what makes most 
the most sense as far as safety goes. Right. So on streets like the one down here, there's an actual designated bike lane that you can yes. ride in. And other streets... I call those painted mistakes. Right. Um, <laughs> Kevin's not happy with anything. Yeah, Either way. He does not. Either like. way. And then other streets just have like that imprint where it just has a, that has like a picture of a bicycle and two arrows just on the actual road. That's yeah. what this one has. That's what made me look over and go yeah. and undoubt myself that and go, no, I am right. That's a share the, share the road with the cyclist thing. Like that's a designated yeah. bike lane or share I think they call it. What do you do when it's a really narrow street? Like with, where it's very narrow, but they're... Let's say uh, Franklin. Yeah. Like that in between like Vermont. How does the and, law yeah. work? Like if, if there's kind of no room to be on the side. Okay, what? so that one, that's a good example because that's one lane on each side. And then there's cars parked on the side. That's where I got yeah. hit with a car door. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, on my bike. <laughs> Jesus. So that one has it's one lane each side, but there is uh, uh, markers on the street that that have the bike with the arrows. You're right. That means you have to share the road with the cyclist. So if the guy is riding a bu- his bike and he can only go over so far and you can't go around, that means as a driver you have to be fucking patient, you asshole. <laughs> whoever you are right yeah. now listening to this, disagreeing. And you just have to ride behind the guy on the bike. Yeah. It's called well, it, sharing, motherfucker. It, it, it's, you yeah. know, it, it, it pisses us all off, but it's, yeah. it's not, even when you're mad, you're still like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you can't be like, what's a, you, what only option is to be like, make bikes illegal, which is crazy. <laughs> right. Fine with that. You know? Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> my, prob- my problem is that situation. <laughs> illegal. Because you're in a car and you're like, okay, now I have to go 170 of it, the speed I could potentially go, mm-hmm. because this guy or the bike is in my way, and it is very frustrating. I have a tendency. Well, in the bike code, there, there's also this like uh, this section. Uh, is that in a Harry Potter book? No, no, no. It's a real life. Uh, <laughs> That's Quidditch. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's not biking. It's a real life thing that says uh fucking deal with it, Kevin. <laughs> well, and and it's it's so it's so divided cuz you know like uh Tommy, Tom Segura had that bit about how much he hates bikers. Like exact exactly right. what you're doing, but as a maybe a mellowed out Sam Kinison bit about it. Yeah. You know, not, not not a bit of what you were saying. Sorry, right. not the bit you were doing. But like of like, you know, when I, I used to ride my bike, just pling pling, I'll get out of your way. And now they just stay in the road and like mm-hmm. he got so much biker hate. That's from right. that, you know, I mean, you and tweeted. It's like, I see both sides of it, but in the end, you gotta go. All right, you gotta share the road because also there's that there's that backlash of all those you know like bike nights where all those guys will be like like 500 strong oh, critical just, mass. Thank oh. you. That's it. Yeah. One it's time. not called bike nights. Oh, I gave it a cute name. There is one. <laughs> oh, you just made that up. I make names up for everything. Laura and I years ago were in the car and a bike night happened, and it was one of those things where there were so many people. When the light changed, there were still so many yeah, people. Like two hundred bikes. Yeah, and I had to. I had to literally be like, "Don't, like, do not run them over." She was like frothing at the <laughs> mouth, angry, <laughs> and I was like, "They're just doing." Their, it was like it's midnight. There were no. That's look. They're doing their thing. Just let it. Ha-. I almost feel like when I get mad about it, I'm. It's just like, all right, this is one of the things I uh, I have to deal with from living in a hippie neighborhood. I live or in a hipster neighborhood, in a city where bikes are becoming more of a uh, a mode of transportation. See, I don't notice them as being more that it, outside are, of this though. neighborhood. I know. I mean, I know probably statistically they are. I just don't. I don't see it as much. I just mostly notice it around here. Yeah. I mean, maybe downtown. Downtown more. Uh, 
Venice and near the beaches more. Bike theft has gone up higher than it's yeah. ever been just yeah, yeah, because yeah. there are more bikes. They've yeah. painted more bike lanes in the last few years than that have ever been here because mm-hmm. of the demand. Yeah. People are like, look, we're tired of getting honked at, hit by cars, yelled at, that shit thrown at us and stuff. Please put in bike lanes so we don't have to yeah. you know, deal so with it. So we don't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I mean, you should have hit that kid with a bat. That Well, look, he, he you know, had a little turtle shell backpack. Yeah. And I did have... You know, fantasies of, of, of chewing his dad out, being like, you know, hey, man, uh, st- can you not, you know, just, and you know, you know, that would just burn his biscuit so bad. If I was just like, hey, just so you know, man, it's illegal to, uh, to bike on the sidewalks. Because he'd be like, uh, well, I mean, I'm with my kid. Well, you should teach him well, you know, yeah. and he'd be like, you uh, son of a, yeah. you know, and it's like, like I, I said to Kevin uh, earlier, I was just like, you know, I, I don't have a kid. I don't know how hard it is, you know? Uh-huh. So it's like, I'm not going to light into him, but it did. It was one of those things where like, come on, man. You totally see it's his side. on the street. You just want the kid to be safe. Yeah. Yeah, that's, to me, I'm kind of like up in the air on it too because yeah. you're like, well, there is a bike lane and he should learn how to ride in it. Right. But he is eight. Right. Yeah. And it, there are cars right there. And yeah. I mean, there's people that aren't looking. They could be I texting. get it. No, I get it. The I, reason I, I don't it ride my... It all comes down to me getting run into... And not, it's like yeah. if you're the dad, be like, excuse us. Like, give me a yell yeah. from like 10 feet away so I can be like, oh, yeah, man, I'll yeah. get out of your way. Not I, this, oh, God, I hope we can get around him without bothering him. And then it just becomes this thing. Yeah. You know? I don't ride my bike because I know I wouldn't feel comfortable riding in the street. And I don't want to be on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, I, I, prob- I feel too sketchy about like being in the literal street mm-hmm. with cars. And I know it's sort of a dick move to be on the sidewalk, so the bike just rusts. Well, I love doing wheelies on my bike, and I'm not good at wheelies. So okay. people behind me are really mad. <laughs> dude, yeah. I saw a BMX. I'm so angry. I want a BMX bike still. Like, They're yeah, fun. Dude, They're I great. saw one. They really, like, re-released a Harrow bike from my childhood. I was like, oh, motherfucker. Harrow. That takes me back. It's got, it had white tires, man. Yeah. Well, Fairbanks <sighs> was telling me about those, uh, those like, BMXs for, like, for grown-ups or something. I don't know what the term... There's some term <laughs> no for them. No such thing. <laughs> there's some term for them. Well, they don't look like that, but they're built the same. They're right. just a little bigger. Yeah. And he had one, and I was riding around uh, in the alley, like, behind his, his apartment building. I was like, this thing is great. Yeah. yeah they're cool. You know? Yeah. They're built differently now, too, than when we the were The wheels younger. are bigger? The, well, some of the handlebars will be a little bigger, and then the crank in the, in the front is way smaller, so you can, like, pedal faster so you can do more tricks oh. so like the bigger the crank is in the front Whoa. like the longer it takes to pedal once around oh cool and when you're trying to ride up to a curb you want to be able to like pedal quickly yeah you know what i mean like a bunch of times so you can get your pedaling in the right angle so you can bunny hop and right like that. yeah so the newer ones the f- crank in the front's so small they're not made for like riding long fast distances oh so they're made more for like tricks and that kind of stuff. Huh? I never did a bunny hop once. Really? I could never do I it. I was always the opposite. I could never ollie on a skateboard. I was terrible at ollieing. But bunny hopping, I could do that. I, stuff. I never I think I only had a BMX as a kid, but never got into it like like the cool kids doing tricks. I got stuff. a number plate the far I, I got a diamond back for Christmas. <laughs> and Wait, I, not I, a mongoose? No, I got I just, my, my I, parents wouldn't mongoose spring. Mongoose when I was thinking of Diamondbacks are awesome. My too. my parents wouldn't spring for a mongoose. Diamondback was like the cheapest cool bike. A Diamondback Viper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those are cool. And then at the Montrose Bike Shop is where yes. I got it. And then, because uh, I, I was really into, not into BMX, like I didn't, I wanted to race in my head. I was never going to do it. I really just wanted a cool looking bike. And I my I got a number plate yeah. from the bike store and it was <laughs> uh, so cool. What number? 
I don't. I think it was ten. Okay. I don't know why. I, I got wanted 10. twelve. I never got one. Okay. But I wanted a number plate. I got a number plate, which, uh, from the standpoint of riding your bike, is just it makes you go slower because it blocks the air. Yeah. But yep. uh, yeah, all I did was a number plate, and we built the most, the jankiest, lowest jumps in the ba- the street behind my house. And just wrecked. Just just got <laughs> beat up. Just almost died all the time. One time, <laughs> my friend had a re- he had a red line bike, and his front tire fell off in midair. Whoa. Holy shit! Yeah, that's got to be a good feeling. His name was Jeremy, and he had he, he had says gotten was because he's dead now. <laughs> yeah, he was like twelve, I think. He was older than me, and he had put on a, he'd gotten white tires and put them on himself, and that's he great. fucking. He went that off the jump. He went off the jump we built, and oh. his front tire fell off of the in midair. And all of us knew as soon as that happened, we we're like, "This is gonna be so bad." Yeah. Oh my god. And he got shredded. It's a real mistake. Yeah. Jeez. The, the first year of riding BMX bikes is like your shins look like a war zone. Yeah. yeah that I had, I got one. The worst one I ever got was from it was from ankle to knee. It was oh. probably two inches wide. Just ripped the skin off all the way down. Because it was a time period where metal pedals were really popular. Because like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the grip is great for your shoes and they look cool. But then they were metal pedals. Yeah. <laughs> so one slip yeah. and you're just it shred. It's like uh-huh. Wolverine. When I would always here. spin them oh. around on accident. Your foot would slip off and they'd yep. whip around and hit you in the shin. Yeah. yeah. They were fucking painful. Yeah. Yet everyone, it's like, no, we have to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you did you it looks cool. skate or bike? Skated. You skated. Yeah. Okay. I was a, I was the worst skateboarder of, of all time. What kind of board? I, just, I had my first one was a Fogtown Beast. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Fogtown was a small uh it's a good band company name, out, of, out of uh, out of out of the Bay Area. Oh wow. And they did and it was a crazy board. It was black and it had a, a like this pink graphic of like this this crazy, like the detail was insane. Like people would look at it, my mom was like, would be disturbed by it. It was oh, like wow. this monster. Then wow. I had a, a, I had a McGill. Yeah. Um, and then I had a, uh, whatever that board was that was a beer label. That was, uh, it was like a British guy. Um, I don't beer think label. it was, I don't think it was Powell. A I beer label. Was it, uh, it, it was, was like a, a, four, a crown. A bo- Oh, the Crown Royal label? No, it wasn't that. It was like it looked like a British beer label. Shit. Yeah, I still to this day, if I saw it, I'd be like, "Oh, that." Was it Frankie Hill? Had a dog on it? it? I don't know. No, it was no dog. Ugh. But it was it was no, right when boards started becoming what they are now, which is kind of a had a, a tail on it. shape. Yeah, you know, just just it's there's not wider at the top. Popsicle board, small at the bottom. Popsicle yeah. board. When it started started leaning, and you had a, you had a. You had a tail on both sides. Yeah, it was just right when it's we stopped. It went from, you know, first it was flat board. Yeah, with just a tail. Yeah, then it was a concave board with a tail. Yep. Then it was more of a concave nose. Mm-hmm. Then it was tail on both sides. Yep. So it was just between concave nose and uh, tail on the front. I'll think about it. Yeah. I just rebought that Mike McGill T-shirt. Nice. Mm-hmm. So happy. I love. I love a. I love a <laughs> How many skate skull with a snake through it? I have a lot. I mean, you know what? I because I started doing that thing on Instagram where I put. So now I need. Skate Sunday. I need here. a lot of them. I need. Uh, I can't, how I, uh, to do a full year? I need fifty two. It would be irresponsible if you yeah. didn't get a new. How emotional did you get watching the watching the the Pal Peralta documentary? I cried. I watched it with Wait, I don't someone. Even know about this one. Oh my god! Bones Brigade documentary. Bones Brigade. Okay. I yeah. watched it I, with a girl who was a lot younger than me, maybe ten years younger than me, and I'm watching it, and I go, "You don't understand." No. This is my entire youth yeah in yeah. one film yeah and i had just gotten the tommy guerrero reissue deck uh, and i was like see that deck right there that's it 
Yeah. That's my whole youth <laughs> right there, yeah. all in that image. I, I agree. I was I watched it alone, and I remember my, my then-girlfriend, I was like, you have to watch this. It's unbelievable. And she's like, well, I mean, will I understand why it's great? No. I'm like, maybe not. You know, like, I read it, then it clicked. I was like, oh, maybe you won't. Like, I forgot... The whole Tony Hawk versus Christian Hassoy. Not me, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It was the, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, shit. That like, shit was serious. Hassoy was the man. Yeah. He was incredible. If Hassoy hadn't become a total drug addict and go to jail, right. he would have gone full Tony Hawk legend stat. Same thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. Because there were two camps. You either liked Hassoy or you liked Tony Hawk. I was Hassoy all the way. I was Tony Hawk. I yeah. had the haircut. My brother was Hassoy all the way. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It What's was, this movie called? What uh, the Bones Brigade documentary? That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, I bought it twice. Right. I bought it online. I bought a physical yeah. copy. It's like, on. It was on Netflix for a while, like Netflix Instant. I needed it as soon as it. I've yeah. been waiting for this for so long. I've bought the reissue decks. I buy. I bought. I got the entire reissue T-shirt package. Uh-huh. How I many mean, shirts is in the package? It's only five. The, the, oh, you know, it's weird. They don't have a Tony Hawk one. Wow. I think that's a licensing thing. Cause I think. He, I think he owns the rights. To that image because he's used it as his other company, which is a bummer. You can't get the full set. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I got it's all too the. Too bad t-shirts. they couldn't come to like a licensing agreement with him. Maybe they you know? didn't. I just didn't get on early enough. I mean, because they, they re-released the boards. I, I just saw that it was on Netflix once and was like, oh, all my friends said it was amazing, and I watched it and just had like an emotional oh. roller coaster watching. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is my this was my childhood. Yeah, I, I just forgot about the Dogtown Z Boys one was like too early. I wasn't old yeah, enough. Yeah, no, me neither. But yeah. the. Bones Brigade one was like, no, no, this was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want there to be a Santa Cruz. They did a Santa Cruz one, kind of. Oh, yeah. But it's in, like, pieces. But, yeah, that time period is just, fuck. And they're so smart. They're, that's why they're re-releasing all that shit, because now men in their 30s have the money yeah. to buy it. Yeah, no, it's genius. It's genius. I literally got mad at Instagram the other day, because I was like, all right, you're done buying reissued decks. And then they reissued one that I had. I was like, motherfucker, I'm buying this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still skate? I mean, when I'm not working, like I'm not right now, because if I get hurt, yeah, I can't afford to be injured. So, uh, but like as soon as I'm done working on this job, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll get back on the on the board. You, you, Maybe out, build a mini ramp in my backyard. Get out there and hurt yourself. <laughs> I, dude, I can build a mini ramp. There's no one here to tell me not to. There anymore. you go. You're an adult now. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I was thinking. I see all these guys doing like do-it-yourself like cement banks online, mm-hmm. on, and I was like, I could do that in my driveway. I could build a sweet. Like thing in my driveway, like yeah. a cement bank. Yeah, just build a bank on one side uh-huh. and skate it like an idiot. Wow. Really, just ruin the resale value of my home. Sure. Yeah. Unless the skater buys it. Uh huh. <laughs> like, I'm willing to pay extra for this. Buy mm-hmm. Skatopia. Where did you grow up again, Matt? Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. So yeah. My the, my uh before it was cool. Before way before it was cool. Yeah. I was yeah. Well, it is one of the. I, I, I joke in my act that people are always like, like, oh, why'd you leave? I'm like, it wasn't cool <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, it was awesome. Great yeah. place to grow up. But in, in, never in, in my mind did I ever go, God, it's so hip here. You know, it's different. I went to other places like, oh, you guys don't have uh, uh, people's grandparents that sell weed for a living. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have like, uh, uh, you know, artists' colonies where uh-huh. kids had grown up in them and stuff. Uh, but... Uh, my friend Aaron, who's uh, this kid I grew up with, who's like my best friend when we were little kids, his older brother, Ryan, got into skateboarding and just started selling them out of his dad's pharmacy. Wow. And just, That's he just, awesome. He had a couple boards. And if you go to, uh, I think it's still there, and it's RX Skates. It became, it, they took 
What a fucking they great ex- thing. That's a great name. They expanded their uh, their building and rebuilt it, and then a whole section was was just you know trucks and decks and grip wow. and like everything. That is the best. And there were so there were. There was a place downtown, I forget what it was, but anytime I needed a board, I always went to RX and went talk to Aaron's big bro. And, and he was like, he was funny. I remember like when we were, <laughs> they, were they were Asian family. And uh, some kid was, you know, this was back when people, you know, we just nerd out over everything, yeah. skateboarding and pour over every page of Thrasher magazine. And this kid was in there talking to Ryan and was like, hey, so what's in grip tape anyway? And Ryan just goes, monosodium glutamate. <laughs> MSG. That's what's in <laughs> And this kid's like, oh, cool. You know, like such a weird time. But I, that was one of those things like we didn't bat an eye. We were just like, oh, yeah, your brother's like a crazy entrepreneur. There, was a, you know? there is a type of skate shop guy that's like a, a bullshit artist. Yeah. But I, I remember being basically tricked to think things by guys who worked at skate shops all the time. Mm-hmm. They just lie to your face, knowing that you would go regurgitate that all the time. That's yeah. great. And you, it was just like a thing that you, they were kind of like the first asshole that wasn't like the worst, but would like just fuck with the little kids. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, I'm way older than this guy. He's going to believe me based on age. Yeah. And back then, there was nowhere to like cross check. No Google. Fact. There's no internet. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like this adult knows. Yeah. He's like, uh, who who's the guy that was always uh, uh, Vic Damone from Fast Times Richmond High? The guy who's like selling the concert <laughs> yeah. tickets. It's just like, yeah. yeah, the expert in everything. Just a total fucking dude. Just a liar. Liar. Yeah. Yeah. You could be just like a local liar back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like sort of okay. I mean, my friend had a skate shop in La Cunada, and we used to lie to the kids all the time, make them do fucking dumb things for t-shirts. Yeah. It was great. The the I mean I go to this skate shop now near here and try to like and, the, and now I'm like friends with the dude that Kingswell place yeah okay and the guy who run one of the guys Vermont, who have you seen that it's uh, like kind no. of across from Public House it's really rad but on one of the side streets it's a skate place it's Vermont and Kingswell oh okay it's really it's run by these this, there's two. is that right it's by the like the, that weird little tattoo place. That's right there, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on one of those. Yeah, yeah okay. That's Kingswell or maybe the Kingswell has a it. tattoo parlor in it now. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, it's wow. run by two ex-pros, uh, Patrick Melcher and DJ Chavez. P- Patrick okay. Melcher's still technically a pro skater, but DJ Chavez was, was a pro for years, and they started the skate shop. And hanging out in a skate shop's fun, because it's just, you know, it's so dude. Yeah. It's just only dude. But it's not like, it's not like douchey dude. It's just dude. Yeah, yeah and, there, and there are some chicks that skate yeah. that'll hang out. Yeah. You know? A lot more now. I mean, I yeah. online, I follow tons of skate stuff on Instagram. The level of... of ability that female skaters are at now they're as good as male skaters in the 80s and 90s like especially wow. when it comes to like ramp skating and pool skating yeah. they official like i i could spend the next five years trying to be as good as a 13 year old girl is now no. and i wouldn't get there they yeah. rip yeah it's insane i'm sure yeah I'm sure because you I, I you know there was a, there was a stigma attached to it when we were kids where it's like it's dangerous. Don't let your kid on that board. Yeah. Now parents are kind of like, no, he, he, he or she's got pads on and a helmet. Yeah. Red, right, right around. Fall down. It'll teach you a lesson. Yeah. You yeah. know? And yeah. legitimate people do it. For yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, totally. It's all over the place. Yeah. You know, you go to like Santa Monica, there's all these little blonde kids skating around. Just ripping. Ripping. And yeah. you literally can't. They're so good, you could never catch up. I, I love you. Every Chris Fairbanks bit about he was, you know, in skate park and he was like, <laughs> skating around in a bowl and then he's in the he just was in the bottom like 
fell off or something, got up, and this kid just comes barreling at him and just runs right into him. And Chris catches him and goes, oh, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> like it just came out like a little boy. Like how creepy is that? Yeah. He's like, no, I meant like sweet move, like sweet. E, I called you E. Yeah, I called you E. <laughs> and this kid looked at him like, Ew. like as soon as he said that, the kid looked at him like, yeah, man, really? Yeah. Because these kids, kids, kids are so grown up now. What with the internet yeah. and everything, and they act so hip. They're just, the kid will be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Gross, gross yeah. asshole. I'm glad I didn't understand what real sarcasm was at that young of an age. I'm yeah. knowing enough shithead now. I'm glad I didn't start earlier. Yeah, all that extra practice. Oh God, I'd, be, oh, <laughs> I'd have my own e show. <laughs> well, I'm I'm wondering though if it's going to have a, a backlash by the time these kids enter their like college years, what? where they're just like, "Hey guys, this is a sarcasm free zone." So if you could just yeah, I, I saw someone. Yeah. Tweet, Do you want to hug? Are you doing okay, man? How's your day? Or someone like, tweeted hey, man, something. You need to stop talking to me like that. Yeah. A girl tweeted something where it was like, I, I I I noticed how like saying, "Oh, I love that." means i hate it like oh i love that that's how you're standing right now that's just yeah, it's, yeah, that's a literally they've taken i love and changed it to mean the opposite i well, love that's what the republicans are doing right now like no you mean you hate it it's like the yeah. laziest form of sarcasm ever. yeah yeah well you know what you sound like and it, the thing is i love it's funny the second example you gave like i love how the republicans are doing that right now like I don't fuck. I still don't think I would say that. Yeah. But even though I am a you know leftist and shit, but like the I love how you're standing right now. What you said yeah. was like I hate that person. Like whoever said yeah, that, I hate them. you hate him. I hate him because it's like because you know what you sound like. You sound like a douchey agent. Mm-hmm. You sound like a dude that yeah. works at CAA and is like, oh, I love that this guy thinks this is a good deal. I love. Yeah. That. yeah. I love this guy. I'd love to see him get run over by a car. Because what you're saying. Slowly getting angrier and angrier. What you're saying is you like that someone's that stupid because you can then take advantage of Or You're basically saying, I love that this person is hoisting themselves by their own petard. Yes. Oh, you're so... I love that you're so dumb. I oh, never have to worry about it's you. so great. Oh, I love it. I love it. I hate him. Like I don't know what a real accident. emotion feels yeah. like. We were like, oh, check this out. Yeah. yeah. This is about to be a train wreck. Uh-huh. Yeah, g- gleeful uh, uh, reaction to destruction. To, yeah. To someone being humiliated or whatever. Yeah. Like, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in a word, exactly. Ah, oh, Germans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they nailed it, man. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Invented the word fuck and schadenfreude. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that is a way. I, I might do that sometimes where I go, oh, I love that this guy thinks that's cool. Look, yeah. We've all, we've all we've all done it. We've yeah. all been. I've never noticed This neighborhood guys. was we've, founded upon that sentiment. We've all been, you know, like judgmental and awful about stuff. And, and sometimes shit deserves to get judged and deserves to get treated awfully, you know, yeah. but it is. But that is on face value that that behavior. You're like, ugh, it's gross. I wonder if it's just people don't want to take the risk of being like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Because then you got to argue with them. Yeah, it's like a really passive way to yeah. judge something. Where I I prefer the opposite. I prefer someone being super direct, not in like a mean way, like, hey, you're an idiot. Yeah. But it's like I disagree with what that person's doing. Yeah, right. That's now. a bad idea. Oh, I know where you're coming from. Cool. We can talk about that. Uh uh-huh. Move on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. Someone well, make make your make your your you stake your claim like make your opinion like known. I feel like I've done you don't that. You have to be like you're an asshole because you like that band. Be like yeah, I'm not yeah. into them. Simple I've as that. probably made whatever. credibility as a person after a while. Yeah. Like if you're always like I love everything, not in that like sarcastic love way, but if you're like, hey, what do you think of that movie? I love it. What do you think of that person's stand up? I love him. What do you think of that band? I love it. 
You can't love everything. Loving everything is loving nothing. You have to dislike some stuff. Yeah, totally. But those people that are always like, I never want to say a negative thing because I want everyone to see me as a positive person. Yeah. You can still have that but still dislike shit. Right. Like every people, they lose credibility. You can't trust them after a while. Every comedy on TV is a hit comedy now. Like everything's a hit. That's like every. Yeah. You're always like the number one, the new hit comedy. You're like that. What? What do you mean hit? Yeah, yeah. define hit. Yeah, like do you? Uh, I don't. Do you, you obviously don't mean ratings wise. And you watch you you watch like network sitcoms or you know obviously you don't really who watches them. I don't know, My but mom. like you know you you know see ads for them and go. Yeah, you guys still still doing this shit? Still <laughs> yeah. cranking these out, huh? Yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah. You know? All right, you got the lovable lead. You got the slightly fat best friend. Yep. The guy I go out for, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. And Sharp know, as a tack wife. Yeah, sharp as a tack wife. Yeah, that's way too On top of things. Guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's just archetypal every single time. Yeah, I know. And, it, and they don't, and they fail. You know? Yeah, 99.8% of yeah, the time. Yeah, there was someone who talked about... Made a great point about like people talk about what a great show Modern Family is. He's like, no, that should be the most average show on TV. That should be like the good show, and there's shows that are way better. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like that shouldn't we should not treat that as the Citizen Kane of sitcoms. Yeah, <laughs> you know I think I mean? it was just so so good compared to all the trash that was yeah. out there. The first well, couple it, seasons, you're like, wow, this is great. But then at the same time, you'd find yourself saying, for a sitcom, for a sitcom, yeah, you're like, oh wow, this is genuinely funny. Yeah, this isn't. You know, just garbage pants shit that people plop in front of and just leave it on. And I wonder yeah, why yeah. that. I mean, because Will and Grace was genuinely funny. I yeah. think Will and Grace was genuinely funny. Yeah. Seinfeld was genuinely funny, also. Right. So it's clearly possible. Now, granted, you had some smart, smart people. I mean, Seinfeld's like, okay, you had Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld in the same room. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's sort of, it's like, well, there's a reason. You had two legitimately brilliant comedy minds in the same room. Mm-hmm. And then Modern Family, you have. Levitan and the other dude. Yeah. And so those are big. And you know, Frazier, Levitan also. Yeah. So I just think, I wonder why that is. Because it's clearly possible. It is rare. But like, why Why do they only let through the same kind of archetypal ideas? It's a group of young white people. Mm-hmm. Or well, it's a family. The is advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Because places like HBO and some cable networks don't have to answer to people going like, can can this guy be nicer? But right. it stopped working introduce? numbers wise. I mean, numbers on network TV are down across the board, except yeah. for CBS. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Emmys just came out, the nominees for best drama are all cable shows. Right. There's yeah. not a network drama in that category. I believe, I'm almost positive. Mm-hmm. And the comedies, the the comedies, you still have Big Bang Theory. Sorry, I'm just laughing because it sounded like you just said "Mama's positive," like, <laughs> like you you call yourself Mama. <laughs> can, can I get that started on this show that uh, that Kevin yeah. calls himself Mama? Yeah. Yeah. Mama's positive about this, and Mama yeah. like Mama like to skateboard. Mama knows best. Mama knows like, best. I definitely get a call from J.C. Coakley being like, "Um, you did you call yourself Mama right now?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I think network comedies were. It was Big Bang was the net, a network one that was nominated. Modern Family, and then it was like I forget the other. Maybe Orange is the New Black, right? Uh, Silicon Valley, I forget the others. But like at this point, and cable's just gonna keep encroaching in in the same way. Now all the dramas are cable. I feel like eventually all the comedies will be too because they're just allowed to do way more shit. Yeah, they're allowed to be funnier. Yeah, they right. don't have the they don't have standards and practice in the same way. Well, and, and I think you know when you talk about the, the Seinfeld and, and Will and Grace, it's like they basically kind of was like in a in a in a 
I don't know if this is just me projecting, but it seems like they were just kind of like, all right, advertisers, we're just going to be hilarious and you'll make your money. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas these other shows kind of, you know, tend to pander to the typical, the, like the, the, you know, the, the archetypal American family or, or whatnot and, and just fall short. You do have less time now to develop. So it needs to be a hit right out of the box, right? And so, and right. the same thing because with movies. Of all the other competition. Yeah. You know? So, it, so you kind of taking a risk or letting things develop is not in their best interest. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. And, and so they just don't do it. To mimic shows like yeah. Friends and well, like well, it worked once to a crazy degree. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep. Oh, they've slowly. been trying to copy Friends for a, a decade and a half. Every yeah. year crazy. since. Yeah. Like every year since. Mm-hmm. And the the amount of Modern Family knockoffs were oh yeah insane and, yeah yeah you know I I, uh, I had a, a, a writing partner for this this pilot I was uh, working on a couple of years ago and he was like he had another project at USA and I was like what what's that and he's like well it's my it's my Modern Family yeah. like every writer who's in development right now has like a Modern Family and mine mm-hmm. is my, you know it was, it was always like Modern Family but it's on an island in Hawaii. Yeah. So like it was always like the some dumb hook that was not good. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. I mean, you think there'll be oranges the new black knockoffs? That'd be amazing. I mean, <laughs> Just, I, don't I think know. It, do you think it do you guys watch that show? Yeah, I'm halfway through the second season. Yeah, I, I just finished the second season. Did and it, I I did it stay good? Yeah, it, the, the the very end has a nice little bow on it that you're okay. like, "Come on." Get out of here. Like okay. that was it a cartoon that just happened? Like the very last thing that happens in it, you're like, get out. Okay. It's too much. But uh it, is it weird to you that like watching it and it's it's produced and created by Piper and Piper's the one you hate the most watching that show? Like Wait, she it's her show? The woman who created the show, that's like or, or no, not created it. The one who created it was a woman uh, created weeds. Yeah. But Piper, it was based on that act. The woman who wrote that story, her real life, like where she went to prison for that for that reason. Oh no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's when you crazy. when it opens, it's like supervising producer Piper. But you watch it and you're like, oh, shut up, Piper. <laughs> <laughs> and she and I'd probably be worse than her. I'd probably be yeah. much more bitchy. Whatever. You know, it's like, you know. Oh, I didn't know it was based on a real thing. Yeah, yeah. From what I from you know. Maybe listeners are, are screaming right now. That's not true. It was debunked. But la- last thing I read, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the show, but I find women's prison fascinating forever. It's yeah. not the same as the movie Caged Heat. I'll okay. Be honest. I know what you're <laughs> I thinking. I've watched a lot of uh, Lock Up Raw, and when they go to the lady prisons, it's so it's just a million times more interesting and way better. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, because it, it's it, it's the 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 power structure is a little more interesting. I liked watching that show. You know, and it wasn't like Oz, where you're like expecting someone to get stabbed or raped like every right. five minutes. Is it you graphic? Uh, what kind of? No, because it, nah. it's no, no. It's it's more about like power struggles and 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 relationships and and stuff like that. Do they address homemade makeup? They do. That's yes, cool. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they do that, and it's like um, it's not really violent. Okay. There's been some scenes where you're like, yeah. oh, a fight. Well, women's or... prisons and less violent. Yeah. You know, it's a less violent situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot uh, like when you watch shows like Locked Up and all that stuff. It's easier to watch them talk about the women's one because it's not as scary for you because no. you're like, oh God, if I was in a maximum security prison, I'd fucking die. Yeah. I'd die on day two, yeah. probably day one. But women's prison, you're like, okay, I can watch this <laughs> and not be stressed the fuck out mm-hmm. yeah. every last minute. Yeah. But it's yeah. a decent show. No, I think it's a good show, and I think the performances. But they would are great. never do it on network. No, oh God, no. it w- it could never, ever, ever be yeah. on network TV. Well, well, and I like how the characters are very 
defined and unique. I love watching mm-hmm. those episodes because certain episodes will be a backstory of how this person got to prison. Mm-hmm. And there's this one that blew my mind for one of the old timers. And right. you don't, because it leads up and you don't know who it is. And then you show us who it is and you're like, what? You know, like I love, you know, that, is that little later histories. in season two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, you can just do, I mean, episodes. in network, there's that thing where every, a lot of the episodes have to be these like little islands. So they have this idea that if you check in on a show you've never seen, you can watch any episode and get the whole show. Yeah. That's and bullshit. so that's, I mean, if I watched one Orange is the New Black, I'd be like, I don't know anything. Once, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's why. You know, binge watching television works. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, you know. We'll see. I'm gonna get cable again. We'll see what it does to me. I do miss TV a little. Are you gonna get full on cable like everything or just it all, the way they do it? It all costs the same. Like I told, I tried you know to cancel. No, I, I, all I have is HBO and 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 regular, and that I save money by. But that's the thing having. you can't get. I can't. I don't think I can get HBO without getting regular. Because I tried to get. No, you can't get HBO by itself. Yeah, I yeah. I think there's an HBO Showtime package. But like I like when I tried to cancel everything, they're like, "Well, it's cheaper if you keep the four network channels and get internet than if you just get internet." I was like, "Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense." That's and weird. I and I That's see crazy. what you're doing there. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, it was ninety bucks for just internet, and it was seventy nine for internet and two, four, seven, eleven. What the fuck? Yeah, so weird. It's Time Warner, it's Time Warner shit. So well, I imagine once I get the HBO Showtime package, it'll give me ESPN and everything else. That's fucking. Anytime crazy. I see a Time Warner commercial, like I'm just like, your tagline should just be universally hated. Yeah, yeah. across There's, the I've board. Ne- I've never heard one one thing good. Yeah. Never one thing good. You know, like there's still restaurants that have a one star Yelp, and, <laughs> yeah. and one guy will be like, ah, good sandwich, yeah, like yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Nice staff. Yeah, good staff. <laughs> yeah, gave me a drink of water for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the ice I could handle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember uh, being it when I was a, was a PA or a lunch fetcher uh, when I first moved to LA, and I went to I was picking up lunches for for these executives at a at a Mel's Drive-in on a, on Highland Park, yeah. uh-huh. Highland Park, Highland on Highland yeah. Boulevard, yeah. Boulevard. Thank you. And uh, this guy comes in, this actor, and uh, you've seen him. So I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he's just sweating bullets, <laughs> and I, and everyone in there has a paper hat on and a little bow tie, right? I obviously don't work there. I'm wearing what I'm wearing now, like a t-shirt and mm-hmm. pants or jeans and just standing there with these bags. Yeah. And he just comes in and goes, bathroom. <laughs> he says, yells bathroom at me. And I'm like, what? He's like, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, I, I don't work here. He's like, gah! And he just runs by me. And I'm just like, oh, you're blasted on a Coke and you got a crap. Why can't you just tell us who he is? I feel like that, is he your friend? No, I don't know the guy. <laughs> is it John Cusack? No. Would be great. <laughs> so he was clearly no, fucked up on Coke. Yeah. In the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm picking up lunches. I'm not picking up dinners. So he's probably on the end of like some bender. Got it. He could have also been hours. on a really aggressive juice cleanse. That's true. That's true. Just had rad diarrhea. Yeah. Wait, when did you move here? Uh, 2003. Juice cleanses weren't a thing then. Okay, yeah. good point. Coke. Yeah. This was, was cocaine. This he's that a motherfucker was on drugs, and he yeah. had he had a he had a like a black t shirt and black jeans. So, Richard Grieco. Maybe that's round <laughs> <laughs> round his age. Okay. Round okay. Age. If wow. I get it, will you admit who it is? I, you'll never get it, but yeah, I'll never get it. Well, ne- he's not that famous. He plays. He plays. He, okay, he always plays a bad guy, but never in the biggest roles. He's a, he's someone you see and you go oh that dude 
like I had to get okay. back to the to the uh, to the office, and like I was working with um, uh, Matt Dwyer and uh-huh. uh, uh, Jimmy Dugan. I don't know if you know that that guy. Mm-hmm. He now does per- like uh, like a Deadliest Catch producer mm-hmm. and other stuff like that. But he was like our head PA guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we're just like. You know, I was like, well, okay, what do I see? And it's sort of like Googling and going, oh. I don't know the guy's name, but there was a villain guy that came into the comedy store for a while and was got really pissed. He didn't have any money to get in. And he was like, what do you mean there's a cover? And like started flipping out. And Harris Pete still worked there. And they like almost came to blows. Whoa. Wow. And and then like a, a week later, he got arrested for something. And I was like, oh, you were at the, you were hitting your rock bottom. Like he was like, I don't, even, I don't have 15 fucking bucks. And I was like, you've been in like a thousand movies. He was yeah. just a, a well-known villain character actor guy, but he, you know, well, he and he must have had you know that that heyday where he yeah. was just with Kinnison or whatever, and they just stroll in. You know, there's yeah, always those. Yeah, probably never had to pay. Yeah, to get and in it, like you, if you if you're buddies with whoever's hot shit, you know, they're gonna let you in. Yeah, you know, he had a very like I just want to hang out here at the store vibe. Like he wasn't like, oh, who's on the lineup? He was just like, yeah, yeah I used to funny. do this. Yeah. Used to come here. I used to drink for free here. I want to keep doing that. I, yeah. I worry. I, I think there's a danger in being in stuff that's cool, but not being the big part of it. Where you think you should only do things that are cool from then on. It's like no, there, you there, should do anything you can. There are yeah. pictures of the the pussy posse. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's crew. Yeah, which come on, careful that name. Yeah, not not Leonardo. The pussy posse. Yeah. You imagine getting together with all your friends. Let's call us that, dude. Yeah. Because think about it. We're a posse. And we all love posse. <laughs> <laughs> Even if that name was assigned to you by other people, you'd it's, think you would do everything in your power yes, to like, get get rid of that d- name. Do work at like a women's shelter. Like something <laughs> to diffuse. <laughs> like something. Yeah. If anyone it's like, says it, that, that to you, you punch them that, in the face. If you put that in a script, people would like take that out. That's too ridiculous. It was, yeah, no it one was, ever called them so that. But if you look at pictures of those guys from yeah. those days, like gambling, and they just look, they're smiling, they're like, Fucking! It's always gonna be this awesome. <laughs> and like one yeah. of them is on Mad Men, and he's uh, he's the bearded guy from the art art uh, group. Oh, that guy! Yeah, and he's great on that show. He was in the Pussy Posse. They, there's a picture of him. <laughs> Which dude is he? In some chips with all his boys, and he has this look of just beautific joy in his face. Like, yeah, I just wow. made all this money. <laughs> and I know he would probably look at that picture and wince and be like, "Oh shit!" But it's like they're all in their like early twenties. Yeah. Like that's when you're an idiot. But there's pictures of those guys too that you can see the look in their face. Just like this, it's always gonna be so rad, man. <laughs> and even if even if you're still down with Leo, and I know he still has his crew, and if yeah. you're not doing shit, like how good would you feel about yourself? Not really that good. Yeah. No, think. no, not at all. If you're just like, no, Leo's just like, oh, dude, don't worry about it, man. Just fucking keep hanging out. I'll pay your bills. And you're just in like this house he bought you, like yeah. God damn it! I'm like a dog. That whole thing, <laughs> posse's are weird. Like, yeah, the you whole go, well, you thing. gotta know where you are in the posse. Yeah, if you're not like they're not, they're not coming for the whole posse. No. Like they're just not. No, I just think it's so bizarre, like being on either end. If you're yeah. a guy that's like, absolutely, I'm going to be in a posse now. Yeah, yeah. or have a posse, me. or the guy that has one is also like, what, why do you need that kind of emotional support? Do you and not wh- like being alone? <laughs> And what are we really What's wrong with you? What are we really talking about? We're talking about entourages. Yeah. You know, we're Pretty talking about posse entourages. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But that's it's like it's the Jimmy. There's I don't only get one. It. There's only why one. You to, why do you have to roll that deep? Why yeah. do you need twenty guys around you? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Like it looked cool on the show, Entourage, 
But I don't think in real life it's like that. It's got to be no. pretty depressing. It's real depressing. I kind of understand if one of them's as famous as Leonardo DiCaprio, to whereas like you want about five people around you to keep weirdos away from you, right? Because if you're small, if you're lower number than that, yeah. a lot of people can get at you at the club. Whereas like if there's a small perimeter around you, like ah, where, what are you doing? Like you got to get through. You got to get past Lucas Haas to get to Leo. So like you know. <laughs> He was one of them, and <laughs> like yeah, he was one of the pussy posse, and so like at least he was working. Was yeah, a good actor. He's a good actor. He is uh, yeah. yeah, and but, like you gotta, you need a few people around you to be like, yeah, you we gotta go, and like to to kind of. No, I get that. I think it's different. I get that that guy the, can't be alone. You kidding me? He'd be right. mobbed. No, yeah, it'd be a go nightmare. Out, it's yeah. fine. If it'd you're out a at nightmare. a club, it's fine. Yeah, but like and also it's different. You're not really an entourage member if you're also a working actor who's like kind of no. Then it's just like. Those are those. You're friends. a friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have friends. Have yeah. like six or seven friends that you hang out with. But or they're just like low level hanger on yeah. guys that haven't don't ever do shit. But mm-hmm. you pay for their lifestyle. It's yeah. like what's missing inside of you where you need those guys. That's around? a bad investment. That's yeah. a bad investment. I was thinking. I, I went to uh, the dentist today. My dentist is in Beverly Hills. Uh, that sounds like I'm bragging, but it's not. It's, it's not a dentist. A, anyway, it's a dentist. But yeah. I was I was walking out and. These cameramen run by me to go look in some store. You know, they're the paparazzi kind yeah. of thing. Um, Tell me you tripped one. And I was like, fuck, I wanted a <laughs> You got on a bicycle I, and just ran such, into the back of his legs. <laughs> it's so gross, man. I wish whatever judge said public people can't have private lives or whatever. You're out in public. They can take all the pictures they want. Oh. I wish that, that would just get reversed and just turn that whole industry. It would be a mess. Just, just cut it out to sea. Yeah. Just set it all out to sea. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, at the same time, these people were running by, and I was like, well, wait, if this person is really famous, why are they here? Like, why are they in Beverly Hills? Yeah. Where they expect you to be. Yeah. If you, if you are getting pictures taken of yourself and freaking out, and you're at the Ivy, like, you know what you're, you know no, what you're there. No, that's a purposeful thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's why yeah, celebrities you, live in Calabasas, because it's bring it too on far. yourself yeah. at that point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, like that's, in, that's in neighborhoods about. like Los Feliz, Silver Lake, I see celebrities like semi regularly, and they're yeah. just eating out in the open. They're yeah. sitting at bars out. No, in the I open. sit outside restaurants all the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've but seen like, like you. I see, but they know no one goes there. There's yeah. no paparazzi. Look yeah. around here. You can see Rai Rai Gosgos. You can see. Yeah. Ava, I've seen Gosgos, yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh shit, you're famous as hell. I homie. see. I see uh, yeah. Giovanni Rabitz. Yeah, Rabitz. Yeah. Rabitz is out there. <laughs> Rabitz by Dre. <laughs> Beats by Dre. <laughs> oh, you want to hear the worst one I've ever heard? What? The worst one I've ever heard in my life. Uh, uh, you guys know Bar 107 downtown. Yeah, right? yeah. A uh, friend of mine started that, and I don't know if he still owns it. I think his ex-wife does. But uh, uh, <laughs> What's his name? Um, from Chicago. Yeah, Brian. Brian, train him. yeah, train, yeah, train him. him. He, yeah. he, he's we're, the we're, best. We're filming. He's a maniac. We're, we're filming at his uh, his other bar tomorrow morning. Okay. Know, What's his people. other bar? Uh, Escondite. It's downtown. It's near uh, Little Tokyo. Oh, I thought it was pronounced Escondite. No. Or is that just the uh, white well, You know what? Way? I always called it Escondite. It's whatever the hideout in Spanish is. Anyone wants okay, to write okay. in the comments, let us know. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a cool bar. It's great. Yeah. It's great. But uh, they, he, <laughs> there's this dude that would come in. <laughs> And all he would talk about is how he was he was like best buddies with Elijah Wood. 
Yeah. And just kind of oh, those guys just talk about I'm just like he's an entourage guy. Like, I just mean I just you know, hey. And he would he would call him Lige. Oh. And he'd go like, Oh man, this bar's great. Lige would love this place, man. Fuck that. Lige guy. would love this place. Oh no. Uh, you know what Lige is listening to right now that's fucking oh. hot? Some good music. That's really Every hot. time you say it, I feel bad. You don't you cramp up inside. Yeah. Even Elijah Wood's parents are like, Hey, can you never say that Please again? Don't. Even we don't call he our had son. a hard childhood with such yeah. a strange name. And you're making it worse. We're way worse. Yeah. Uh, Lige. Like Eli is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Eli. Yeah, Eli. Or Eli's Lie? a great name. Isn't Lies that is better? that where the name Eli comes from? Is it short for Elijah? Yes. Probably. Okay. Yes. From what from my knowledge, yeah. Okay. Okay. Either yeah. that or the song Eli's Comment by Three Dog Night. It's one of the two. <laughs> it's one of the two. Lige. Dude. Is that gross? Sounds like you're trying to shit on the poor dude. Yeah. Here comes Lies, you guys. I hate this guy. Who I, oh, he's <laughs> awful. In my head, he doesn't actually know him. He has a life-size Frodo-like statue, yes. and that says Elijah. Yeah, surrounded yeah. by candles. Surrounded by candles. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is you've met the man who's going to murder Elijah Wood one day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We know him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I met him once. I wouldn't remember what he looked like. Damn it. But, you can't you know, do it. We can't rough but, together a police but, sketch. Well, well, back to what we're saying. We see famous people all the yeah. time in this neighborhood. And uh-huh. don't, you, don't you think if, if like paparazzi were like running down the street people would be like bumping into him and being like hey man you're a piece of shit you know oh, what I mean I was in Chicago uh, once I think and the real world Probably, came yeah. to Chicago for the first time oh yeah in Wicker Park yeah and uh, I was there the first day it happened I was driving around with my friend James and we saw him and he's like hey do you want to just go fuck with him real hard and I was like yeah let's fuck go do that the real world crew oh because oh, okay, they were yeah. filming and people in Chicago at that time what I remember were generally not into it and so oh, that was that was major they and my it. friends and I was willing and I, I was like well I'm not from here so I'll do all the yelling this is fine and so we pulled up next to him and I just started screaming go home or like go away <laughs> and like honk and they were honking and I was just <laughs> screaming like go home and then one of them goes fuck you man like that and, and there was a guy in the car who goes oh they've made a terrible mistake I go why he goes I own a bullhorn and then we, he found out where they lived and then like the next day he organized he was this guy who ran this magazine called Lumpen in Chicago oh, I love Lumpen yeah he was that that dude who ran Lumpen yeah. and he was like hey then the next day a small protest started like out in, for, across the street from where they lived it was yes. just it was just you know hippies yeah. with cowbells and shit and it was great it was like no nah, get the fuck out of here that's yeah I love that yeah. yeah, and so it, I mean, it's like to me, it didn't work. MTV won again. Yeah, but, well, uh, to be clear, MTV always wins. Yeah, forever. Well, I yeah. mean, but it, it, even that is like you know, shitty, boring corporate reality TV show based on fucking nothing. Yeah. It's not <laughs> real world at all. Mm-hmm. The real world at all. But like you know, when someone is just crowding a person, their kid, and taking pictures of them, that they can just sell. Yeah, they themselves can sell. For twenty grand and give this person no money. Yeah, is this like uh, the kid thing? You're is a where piece of shit. There should be a special law about with kids. Yes, there should just be a thing. There should be a. It is a very specific situation. There should be like if you're with your children. Yeah, that's illegal. Like I don't know. I don't know why. It's. Yeah, I feel the like there should be a separate a, distinction. Yeah, public person having a private life is like it's arguable, but like. The kids should be able to have a private life. Well, there's yeah. a couple but people. I still, I still think it's it's yeah. like when someone's trying to get down the street and these all the, it's just fucking flash, flash, flash. Yeah. And they're, they're running. These guys are running up at the street and like bumping people out of the way so they can get this. It's just, it's it's a gold rush on a human life. Yeah. Me. You know, because it's like people are like, oh, I don't feel so, sorry for famous people. It's like, 
I don't feel sorry for them. I just think they should have a normal life is all, generally speaking, or the yeah. same opportunity, you know? I wonder, because I, I mean, I think of it in terms of like some of my favorite artists, like this friend of mine is a photographer. Yeah. He shoots pictures on the Huntington Beach Pier every day. Yeah. And he shoots just people. Yeah. And he yeah, can use point. them as art. He puts them on his Instagram. There's a person suing Instagram right now. There's a, a girl suing Instagram because her face turned into a meme. Yeah. She's making like kind of a dumb face in the subway. She doesn't know she's being photographed, obviously. Oh, I saw yeah. that one, yeah. She's suing Instagram. And then there's a guy who's suing the NBA because he fell. Oh, no, the MLB. He fell asleep at a Yankees game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's kind of that like, okay, you have no, you have no, um, you, you aren't allowed to think of yourself as private when you're in public. You have to like mm-hmm. know you're going to be photographed, I guess. Yeah. But when your face is being used for things that could conceivably be you're making a profit on them. That's when you're like, hey, I mean, Instagram is the one making a profit off that woman's face because they it, it becomes popular and increases their users. It increases their ability to do promoted Instagram posts, which they do now. Uh, and so uh-huh. you're kind of like, yeah, you're making a shit ton of money because your users are now using my face. How do face. they make money? I don't know how. They have promote. I mean, they sell ads now. They have promote because I noticed that last week. I I saw on Instagram. I was like, I don't. Fo- what is that? I don't follow that. And it was a promoted Instagram, like a promoted tweet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now I kind of th- to that respect, you're like, okay, you're using my face to to further your app's popularity or my yeah, face. She's got a case, man. Yeah, I think that's what makes sense to me. Before that, you're oh, like, okay. eh, I don't know. Yeah. No so one makes money off memes, and they're not making T-shirts. Right. So I mean, where does where do you draw the line then? I don't know. That's a tough one. It's this the internet age makes it very squishy. Yeah, real squishy. Privacy in the internet age is real squishy. Yeah, it's hard to determine. It, a lot of times, it comes down to like products and multiples. So if like so you, if, if you're making a profit, the Star Wars kid. Remember that when they animated the Star Wars yeah. kid? Right. He sued and won because mm-hmm. a particular website like that charges. It was, I think it was like a website that charges for membership. Or sells products or something. He was like, well, you made literal money off me. Yeah. So you have to pay. And they gave him like, I think he got like 400 grand. So what if like, if it's, let's say it's for art, art's sake. Like you, you there is a lot of photography book. There's you a, want to do people out in the world. There've, those have been done. Those have been done. Now, how do you cover those people without having the, I mean, are I they all I think paid? it's because they're in public. No, they're not paid at all. And there's there's two there's two distinctions in the law that I'm aware of. It's that if you make one piece of art out of it, it's fine. That's where Shepard Ferry got in trouble. He made uh-huh. multiples of the Obama poster that was he used someone else's photograph right. and then sold them. Hmm. And it's the multiples. Once you make multiples, that's where you get in trouble. But they make multiples of a photography book. Yeah. So, but I wow, think it's yeah. that everyone photographed is in public. And there's no, there's no like. You, so that's where the celebrities get away with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I mean, at, the, the paparazzi, paparazzi yeah, photographing the celebrities. Yeah. But then Richard, there's a famous artist, Richard Prince, whose art he just steals stuff. He takes <laughs> other people's shit. Like one of his most famous works is just a giant print of a Marlboro ad that he did nothing to. Yeah. It's it literally sold in the last. I think it was like three years ago. It was eleven million dollars at, at auction. Come on, he dude. That's great. He's already won. Yeah. But he took. There was a famous photographer who went and took photographs of like tribes people in Africa, and Richard Prince just took the art out of his book and put some scribbles on it, and then had his own art show with that art, and the dude tried to suit him and lost. What? Yeah. 
It's when it comes to art, it's fucking, it's a mess. Jesus, <laughs> bizarre. I'm, I, hey, I'm just glad we work in comedy because I don't want anything to do with that world. Yeah, like just art. Well, that's the thing. The thieving like, there is art. Is art. Damn it. No. <laughs> no I know. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but I'm saying like shit where it's just, you know, a stark. Mm-hmm. Image mm-hmm. that yeah. everyone just kind of stares at in silence and has wine and cheese. <laughs> right? You know, it's right. like I, I, I dig. It's a more difficult world. To I understand. dig the lowbrow world I live in. You yeah. Know? Very oh no, direct. the cri- here's yes. my thoughts. These are jokes. The Boom. criteria for yeah. being high art is a weird. Yeah. Extremely, they are extremely intelligent people, but their intelligence has turned on itself. In a way where you're like, come on. Yeah. It's a snake eating its own tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, I see what you're saying. I still don't enjoy it. Right, right. But it's the art world, man. It's baseball cards for billionaires. Yeah. That's yeah. What it is. I mean. What's your definition of art, by the way? I have none. That's like, it's, there isn't one. It's, I mean, it's change, it changes all the time what people decide is art. Yeah. So I can't. Re- it's almost like down to like the intention. Literally, the yeah. the Je- like Jeff Koontz, who ever, a lot of people hate, he's like it's just the gesture, the notion of because ma- he doesn't make anything that his art he does he barely touch he doesn't touch most of it, uh-huh. he thinks of it and someone else makes it, huh. and so it's just he literally in his he he refers to it as just the gesture. Art is the gesture of of thinking of something, right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, man. That's like a broad enough way. I like yeah. broad definitions of art because just the, gesture the very specific something. ones, you're like, well, that leaves out this, that, 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 you know? Yeah. The notion of, the notion of something. Well, it's, it's, that's the great thing about art is that it's an, it's a, you, you can't really define it. It's, no, it's yeah. extremely ethereal. You either yeah. like it or not. It's, yeah. like, it's, almost, it's to the point now, it's, it's almost like borderline religious to where you have to buy into it. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. some of it, you're like, really? Yeah. Is this a, po- a pile of pollen on the ground? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Cover art for him a few years ago. Pile of pollen. Guy just got bee pollen, just yellow powder on the ground. Cover of art for him, which means he is wildly famous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you're well, like, he made it in the shape of like a pair of boobs, though. Just one right. boob, really. One. <laughs> <laughs> one undefinable nippleless boob. I'd buy the print of that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> sure, why it not? It was a really... Like bucks? Let's do yeah. it. Come on. The color of yellow. <laughs> pollen titties. Enjoy it was a beautiful everybody. color yellow. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Bee pollen is. You just sold me a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I could see that on your wall right now. Totally. I would all your other art. If I could afford a print of that, which I can't. Well, even, even the prints are like crazy? Dude. Fam- that's what... Uh, famous artists, famous photographers, like there was a guy I really liked named to- Thomas Struth. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking love this guy's photography. I'm going to buy one. And I went to look up how much it cost. I was like, I could never buy one. Wow. They were 250 grand. Jesus. For a fucking print. For a print of which they were like 50. Jesus. Yeah. I was Salvador, like. Salvador Dali ran into a lot of trouble where he was having his stuff printed out and signing it. Like it was a, like. Too many of them. Uh, yeah. or no, no. He's having his signature printed up. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. Yeah. And they were like, well, if people want to pay that much for my art and. Then I can make it that easily. Yeah, I feel like something. Something they were like, yeah, they deserve each other. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, well, they're not. I mean, you know, at that point, what's different than buying uh, this print than just like cutting a page out of a book? Mm-hmm. The printing's not that much better. Mm-hmm. You're really. They're just trying to buy it as a commodity. So, and I wonder if you just got you know because you can you can look up that that picture online. Yeah, right. You can take a screenshot. Yeah, you could take it to like a really good printer, have it highly pixelated mm-hmm. you could just make your own print literally 
You know, I almost What's he gonna, like you put that on your wall. What's he going to come over and be like, hey, man, you owe me 250 grand. Like, yeah. fuck, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes people will ask me, are you, do you make prints? And I usually I don't because it's, it's, it's my art's not expensive to begin with. Right. And it's like, I don't want why. So you only sell originals? Yeah. I've never done a print. Huh. My art's not expensive. It's not that much more than a print would cost me to a good print. Would I'd have to charge like 50 bucks for it. Yeah. And it would cost me a few. Uh, you don't make like one. So I'd have to make a hundred. So now I've spent for like a, yeah. a few thousand dollars probably. So to that do a one you run. did of me whacking off in Griffith Park and taking a shit. That's a one of one. There, you one make of. prints of that? One of one. It was like looking at a sunset. It was a beautiful, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but I like it to exist just in that moment. Wow. It is. Right, I respect that. You respect shouldn't have that. bought it yourself then. Yeah. <laughs> no, you lived it. It's on my wall and framed. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my home. You were the Where art anyone sees. If I made <laughs> so many of it. Just bar with a young lady. You know what the first thing you see when you she walk. She gets right back in the Uber. Yeah, exactly. The first thing you see when you walk into my apartment is a framed laser disc copy of Point Break. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I got it, I saw it online for a dollar or two dollars and I was like, oh well I have to buy that and frame it. I like that yeah, you had to have it chipped. I have yeah. I have when you walk in my apartment there are three frame records over my like well my records and my and my turntable. Uh left to right, uh Vision Quest soundtrack okay. uh album. That's uh cool. Don Rickles you uh, uh Hello Dummy in the middle. That's cool. And then to the right, uh, Easy E's first 12-inch single. That's a Easy, great combination. Easy does it. Yeah, I thought, great... I thought I, it took me a little while to decide, but yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Those you know good. Don Knotts did a comedy record? Really? Yeah. Whoa. I found it at is it, a It's just him falling down and... and... I don't <laughs> know Easy, yet. he's a legend. Yeah, he's really... a, Don Knotts is hilarious. Mr. Yeah. Limpet. <laughs> yeah, no, he's I amazing. I haven't listened to the whole... I only listened to, I think, the first track... Um, and it's him, like, it's like a one-man sketch he's doing of him at a psychiatrist's office. Oh, wow. Where he plays the psychiatrist, and you never hear the person on the couch talking. It's him asking questions. Whoa. And then the answer, like, the, the person would answer, but you wouldn't hear what they say, and then he would respond, and that would be the punchline. Oh, it my was God. really weird. That yeah. sounds good. And it was like two bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I got to listen to the whole thing. But when I saw the cover, I'm like, Don Knotts did fucking comedy, like yeah. live comedy. Yeah, well, it looks I, like it'll be cool. I bought for a friend, and we've been saving it for an intoxicated night to listen to, mm. to break it out. But it's, um, who is that uh, real fat comedian that would make, Buddy Hackett. Buddy okay. Hackett. It's Buddy Hackett album, Buddy Hackett's The Chinese Waiter. Okay. And he's on the cover with the squ- it's just his face <laughs> with the with the, the squinty eyes. Super yeah. racist. So Wait, racist. Point, he's got yeah. like a he's got chops like and then a then a cartoon body drawn around his head like oh, that's of, awesome. a, of a guy with chopsticks and a big plate of rice that he's about to drop or something. Right. It's like it's the great. teeth. Fuck. Oh man. Oh, how you know that's good. That bit you know it's now. so brutal. Yeah. I mean, what I wish you could get into their <laughs> head. It, he had this it was it's an album based on a routine he does. His entire album that he did that was like The Chinese Waiter where everyone's like, wow. "Oh, I love his bit The Chinese Waiter where he yeah. does that voice." I you wonder if there was any <laughs> moment where they were like, "Hey, Maybe this is a little much. This is yeah. Like, wh- did they just were like, nah, they're animals. Why do we give it? Like, yeah. Why- was there just no one ever being like, you know, I know a Chinese guy. Yeah, and he just didn't think it occurred to anybody. Well, at that point, they, they were just like, like, no, it's a. Maybe you literally didn't know any Chinese guys. No, like you only saw well, them at I, Chinese was, restaurants. I mean, it's a mo- it's the most virulent form of racism, which is where you look at another race and go, well, they're just animals. Yeah, that's really what that is. 
You I know? mean, I mean, a lot they of that. They have feelings. The Why Japanese thing, it was like based yeah. on war. And then right. it's like, well, they killed. My, you, you tell me I can't call the guy who killed my uncle a Jap. You're like, ah, oh, right. Well, oh. fair enough. You know, but so a lot of it was based in like legit like war and conflict and stuff. But then after a while, it hung out for a while. We never went to war with. Who did Chinese help in World War II? Whose side were they on? I don't know if they were on anyone's side. They were in it. They did something. Uh, well, they were anti-Japanese, I believe. I feel like crazy. they were. They may have helped Korea a little. Well, because the, the Russians Korean War. helped us, and so the Chinese were with the Russians. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. might have been on our side. Showing how ignorant I am of yeah. history right now. And now three dummies discuss war. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> I feel like they didn't get involved, did they? I'd have to look it up. I think they were involved in Korea a little bit, the Korean War. But again, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you do. Oh, I didn't know yeah. you had a time concern. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> um, Just let you know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, I don't. You wonder if anyone was like, "Hey, this is super intense." Oh yeah, I'm no, but that's the thing. I'm sure someone did. I'm sure there were people. You know, this is back in the '60s, the era of the civil rights birth. So like, yeah. there had to be people that were like, "Hey, buddy, that's fucked up." But I mean, it's like there seems to be like an order. Like, okay, they decide to like we're gonna stop being racist towards this race, but it's not like, "Hey, let's stop being racist towards everybody." It's like, right. no, this this group is first. You'll yeah. get your turn. You got to wait. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. been we've been here longer. You know, it's like that yeah. thing. Like, we had it worse, so we're first. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's well, whoever still... can organize the best and be the loudest as far as like, hey, fucking treat us right, assholes. Right, right. And, and have the most economic know. buying power. Like, we will boycott the shit out of you and right, make a right. lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever form of organization you can get yourself into to be like, fucking stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Hey, this is rude. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. This hurts so rude. bad. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Richard right. Pryor had like a, in one of his, like, in one of his, specials had a moment where he just he's, he says something outrageous and he's like yeah man I'm uh, I'm tired of that stuff I wish it would stop and it was just this quiet super honest moment where he's yeah. like man this shit hurts I wish it would stop you're like god damn dude well it's like that uh, the, to me the, the funniest and most poignant part of that brilliant uh, sketch and Chappelle show the Negar family, yeah, you know the white family with that last name, yeah, and they're, they're like they're all laughing with that like a Negar party too, and like, yeah. hey man, like well, I know we're black, we know I think that's us, and he's like, oh hey little nigga to the to the yeah. young guy, yeah. the white kid, and they're like, it's uh, first time uh, uh, you got a got a, a table this good in this restaurant, and they're all laughing and laughing and laughing, and then Chappelle goes, oh this racism is killing me inside. <laughs> yeah. as he's laughing, and I'm just like that's it, it's like yeah. as much as you poke fun at. It's horrible. Like, no, it's so yeah. awful. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, when, when everyone's having a good laugh, it's hurting one of those people uh-huh. unbelievably bad. Yeah. Right. Well, and like, I mean, fuck but, Buddy. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah. on Last Comic Stand. Well, yeah, like, remember that thing? Him and Rogan got into it on Last Comic yeah, Stand. Because he was like, like, no, that's the oldest joke in the world. Yeah, I don't aunt, care. Aunt no had an, a joke. And like, had an old joke where it's like the, what, it was the boxing joke. Yeah. Why is it it's so two shirtless guys fighting over a purse? A purse and a belt. Uh-huh. And he's like, "That's an old joke." And Hackett's like, "So what?" And, he, and Rogan's like, "You're a million years old. Yeah. This isn't how they do it anymore." It's like, "Ah, shut up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, well, that's that's why shows judging stand up should not exist. Oh, at all, at all. I mean, look. I mean, I'm a little sensitive about it. It's close to the bone, but it's just like, yeah, fuck you and your competitive. That's what. Who's on? Wait, why, who's why, on why, last comic? Try- no, no, on? never. I never went out for that. Who's show. the? Uh, so How's it close to home? You could be a comedian. I mean, oh, it's like just being in comedy. No, it's yeah. just like uh, so you think you can dance? I'm sure there are dancers that are like kiss yeah, my like, ass. Hey, fuck this shit. Well, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Schubert is on Last Comic this 
this this season. No, the thing is, the comics that are on it, yeah. I'm not knocking. It but gives, someone it had helps a, their careers. And someone then, had a great tweet. They were like, "I love I love watching a judge tell tell a, a veteran who's been crushing for 25 years to slow down his pace a little." Like, shit. It was like right. that's what someone yeah, said to Schubert. You tell You're Schubert like, to slow down. Like, he's he arguably been doing it longer than any judge on on yes. yeah. show. I don't know. It's, that's my point. You know, Wanda. Is she the host or is she a judge? Too? I think she's the. It's Roseanne. The Roseanne. Roseanne's a judge. Keenan, Ivory yeah. Wayans. Okay. So he's been doing it. I mean, because all of them stopped. Keenan and Roseanne stopped for long swaths. Yeah. yeah. He may have started right around when Roseanne did, yeah. arguably. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a way more successful. Schubert probably has like... five and a half hours of stand up in his head. Yeah. <laughs> and like you're telling, yeah. him, to slow it down. <laughs> you're telling yeah. him to slow it down. He's got plenty of bullets. Yeah. He's good. Dude's been crushing for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. You see that you're like, this is not. I don't like this. Those shows are just you can't. No, you, you it, cannot do it. It it, it because stand up is in and of the moment. But God bless Schubert's road money is going to go up. You know that that's the thing. Yeah. Comics that go on the show, God bless them. I don't knock them at all. It was mm-hmm. a personal decision of mine not to go on because I worked on a. Uh, I was a PA for a company that did reality TV, and I saw how much they manipulated shit. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. too worried of getting on there and them going like. This guy's an asshole or a loser. You know they can make you look how they want to. Yeah, right? and I was just too afraid of that. And then as the years went by, I was like, oh, I don't need this. I don't want it. You uh-huh. know. But comics that do it, like more power to you. Like I feel like you're, if you're new or have been at it a long time, it's a great way to get noticed or up your money after yeah. a while. And I, I love that it let people see someone like James Adomian. Mm-hmm. Who I don't know if would be playing clubs if he wasn't on there, and he's an amazing. You know. Wendy Liebman was on America's Got Talent this season. And you're mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah! If more people yeah. could yeah. F- remember that Wendy Liebman's hilarious, like yeah. you know, and it ups their, it, it gives them a, you know, ups their money. Like, totally. Great. Yeah. The, those, I mean, those are two good reasons to do it. But it's like it, it isn't a show that should be taken seriously as far as like who's funnier than who. No, yeah. and and that's that's what and the some people is to me. do when they go, Absolutely they dude. Do. I watched the show, and man, there's some like funny guys on there, and there's some other ones that I don't know. And it's like, well, I fucking know the guy you just said isn't that great, and in real life, he is. Yeah, you saw thirty seconds, and then him get judged right by these other comics who you don't know either. So you think like, well, their word is God. They're judges. Yeah, NBC can't be lying to me. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are people that are like in two episodes and then are out that yeah. are legit hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, was, I had lunch with uh, April Richardson a couple weeks ago, and she's an old pal, and, and she, was, she went yeah, on there. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she went, went on, on there, and, and her thing never aired. But I'm like, if it does, you have to go after them because all they talked about was her outfit. Yeah, she had a good set. People laughed. All they talked because she, you know, she she gets gussied up in a vintage style. Yeah, she has and super and the guy, interesting and clothes. They're all looking at her. and They're just like, I mean, I can't even pay attention to what you're saying wearing that. It's like, would you ever say that to a man? Ever? Never. Unless you were dressed as a superhero. Yeah. If right. I came out dressed, Does anyone like, say to Larry the, like a, like a leather jacket? That's got to be the reality show part of it, where they probably yeah. told them like, hey, go after right. this. Let's let's be more critical because right. we need controversy we yes. tense moments but in real life I'm sure any of those judges would have been like yeah whatever her clothes I don't judge comics based on clothes exactly yeah they're just like you know oh I mean? that was but they would never job. say yeah. to Larry the cable guy like hey your no sleeves is a little weird dude yeah like oh it's a part of your thing well, they don't basically they decided they don't want to give her enough a chance to figure out that it's part of her thing right, right. they're just like oh no but as a lady you just, fuck you man yeah totally that's um, the, yeah yeah I know you have to go soon, but you just got passed at the comedy store. I did. That's great. Yeah, Congratulations. Thanks, dude. Yeah. yeah, I've done my my second 
set passed so far. Yeah. <laughs> so How many cool. years since you deserve to be passed? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, the thing was, I started, I got to LA and I auditioned and didn't get, uh, you know, they, they'd bring us in just to audition right. to get passed and I didn't get picked. And, uh, and then I would just go back sporadically and never thought about it. Yeah. And then a lot more in like the past two, three years, a bunch of my friends had been doing that. So I just started going and hanging out and yeah. talking to Tommy and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, jump through all the hoops since like you're a, January. You're a perfect addition to that place. Yeah, yeah. There's great. certain people where you're like, yeah, good, fine. Yeah, you will fit in there great, and it will yeah. make the place cooler. It's good, man. It's it's just it's always at least a little bit of a challenge, which I I think you need. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need, you know, you need to have those sets that are like, bah, and then whatever, shake it off. Right. You know, that's what I like about that place. It's and it like, doesn't matter there, even if you do, yeah. you know, well or terrible. Like either way, it's like whatever. Tomorrow's yeah. another. You know, it doesn't have any real effect. Mm-hmm. As much as people like like to shit on that place, it's like a good place to. It's like a vacuum. You yeah. go in there and you can try shit and you can do whatever you want, and there's no real judgment. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. it's good to have people from like over, like you're saying, over the last few years, they've like. They've opened the doors more to comics that they would have never really looked at. Or yeah, like, Andy you know. Haynes. Yeah, guys Beth like now. Andy, Moshe, yeah. Natasha, yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, Funches. Yes, like it's great. Yasser yeah. isn't a regular. There he isn't. Yet. He should be, but he's not. I just thought he well, was. Well, and you have you have you know your your more established people that still routinely go there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, which I, that's one thing I dig too. That it's yeah. just it's it's all over the place, which is great. Yeah, you know. Um, you want to plug anything? Uh, just go to mattbronger.com to see if I'm coming to your town. My Twitter's at uh, Bronger, B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. And, uh, yeah, this was, this was fun, man. Yeah, thanks man, for thanks having me for having yeah. It was a good, good talk. And all, all started by some dipshit in his son. Some riding piece bikes. of shit. <laughs> some fucking On a fake vehicle. So, Learn I'd a be lesson. the same way. I'd be like, just try to go around. Don't say nothing. Get off your big wheel, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to your dad. Yeah. yeah. Thanks again. All right, thanks, man.